Is it a gadget? Is it a gizmo? No, it's gadgets and gizmos with Steve Kaplan and Simon Rose. Well, we had a, a week off um, because I went away, I'm afraid. You did go skiing, didn't you? I did, I did go skiing. It didn't seem really easy to do gadget and gizmos from the top of a mountain, so we had a rest. But that means you've probably got twice as many exciting oh, things to tell us about. Loads of stuff. And we're going to start off robotically. Right. With new, this is a rather fun story about the robot vacuum cleaner. Oh, I saw that. by the Travelodge yes. in Cambridge, <laughs> yes. uh, which did a runner. It was cleaning the entrance hall, got to the front door, noticed it was open and made a break for it. Yes. Like 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 many <laughs> like many of the clientele who won't yeah, to well, do. Indeed. But that's wonderful. Robot a robot escape. Yes. Uh, fantastic. How far did it get? Well, we I can't quite find that out, but the, the staff made an appeal for it on social media and it was found asleep under a hedge. Oh, but so, it's uh, that's so sweet. It's charming, isn't it? Absolutely wonderful. Certainly more charming than our second robot story, which is about a robot surgeon, which has performed the first solo keyhole surgery. Mm. Yes, indeed. Um, It's called the Smart Tissue Autonomous Robot, or STAR for short. And a star it is. They've tried it on pigs, actually, not on people. They've tried it on four pigs, uh, doing uh, keyhole surgery, laparoscopic surgery being the mm-hmm. technical term for it, connecting two ends of an intestine. And apparently this is a very tortuous and laborious and boring job. And uh, it's the kind of thing where if a surgeon makes a single mistake, then there's a leak and all goes horribly wrong. Ouch. And apparently this robot surgeon did it all perfectly with, with no leaks. Oh, well, ha- yeah. Four happy pigs then. Ah, uh, yes. I'm not sure the pigs necessarily <laughs> survived the operation. Well, that's Maybe. a bit of a downer. Surely that's the whole point, isn't it? Well, I'm sure they wanted to cut them open again afterwards to have a look. Oh. They, they may have been, they possibly deceased pigs at the time the operation was done. Who knows? Oh, okay. I don't think. Okay. Well, that's fine. So I mean, really... the pigs presumably didn't even need the surgery in the first place. So they would have had their intestines severed. And then it doesn't bear thinking about no, it. No, no, no. Let's, 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 let's move on. Yes. Let's move on. I somehow assumed that it was pigs that needed their intestines sorted out. But clearly not. Instead, the intestines are going into sausages or haggises, as it was just Burns Night. But very neatly sewn haggises. Yes, yes. Uh, Actually, you think it's lamb rather than pig, isn't it? I should think about it. It is lamb rather than pig. I wasn't going to correct you on that because you probably don't eat haggis, do you? Uh, No. No. Despite it being Burns Night um, round about this time of year. Uh, It is. Burns Night has come and gone. Love haggis. I'm a big fan of haggis. Let's get back to tech things. Okay, so from robot surgeons to robot cars, and this is the Law Commissions of England and Wales and the Law Commission of Scotland have both uh, said that drivers of self-driving cars, that is fully autonomous cars, Hmm. should have immunity from driving offences, such as dangerous driving, speeding, and jumping red lights on the grounds that if they're not actually driving, it's not their fault. And it's the car manufacturer who's at fault. Oh, this is intriguing. 
It is intriguing. So I try to work out how the car manufacturer could rack up, you know, three points on their license each time. It's not going to be long before they're, they're banned altogether. Well, I was going to say, yes, witness half the car manufacturers suddenly decided they don't want to get into the autonomous market after all. Uh, well, yes. But it's a very interesting um, point because, of course, if they're not in control of the cars, these people, then they shouldn't really be fine for when their car does something wrong. I mean, it's all very theoretical at the moment because, of course, there aren't any fully autonomous cars in this country yet. I say yet. I mean, there will be, but mm. not yet. Okay. And remind me what the advantage of autonomous cars are. Oh, you can sit there reading a book, you can watch a movie, you can play Wordle. Or you could get the bus or the train. Or you could get... But the car takes you exactly where you want to no, go, when so. you want to I go, for so. a lot less than the cost of the bus or indeed the train. Yes. Well, therein lies the rub. Therein indeed lies the rub. And talking of Wordle, you know, mm. I slipped it in there as one of the things you can I, do. I, I did, which has become, I think you cottoned onto it before me, but yes, every single day since I discovered Wordle, I've been doing it. It now seems to be trying to find somebody who isn't into Wordle is the difficult thing. It is a difficult thing. Wordle. But it is possible we need to explain, yes. For people that don't know, Wordle is an online. Uh, it's a website where you can play a word game where you have to guess a five-letter word, and after each guess, you're told which letters are in the correct position or the correct letter but in the wrong position. Hmm. And um, there were a whole load of uh, Wordle clones put out, which hmm. Apple has since banned because they have just ripped off the idea, and Apple has said, no, we don't like the idea of that. It's so uh, you can't do that. We're going to take them off. Hmm. There are, however two interesting Wordle spin-offs that have appeared recently. Right. One being Loodle, which is Wordle, but with rude words. Oh, I like the sound of that. It's surprising how few were rude words you actually know when you start playing Loodle. Oh, okay. Loodle, L-E-W, LoodleGame.com. And a rather interesting one called Absurdle, where you have uh, an unlimited number of guesses, but each time you make a guess, uh, Wordle changes the word, or the Absurdle changes the word. Mm -hmm. It'll give you letters that you've guessed correctly, but otherwise it changes the, the letters um, so to make it hard if it's always jumping. But Wordle uh, is hard enough. No, this is, this is even harder. Oh, really, how fascinating though that the guy I, I realized the guy who developed uh, Wordle, a, a Welshman now living in the States, produced it originally for his girlfriend, then it sort of escaped, much like the uh, the travel lodge robot vacuum cleaner. But thank goodness he only allows one play a day because yes. the, the productivity in the world would drop to almost nothing. It would absolutely, it would, <laughs> we'd be people would be doing nothing but um, but playing Wordle while robot surgeons were stitching up pigs. Yeah, that would be all that was happening. Yes. Well, you and autonomous cars were driving around saying it's daughter, not my fault, Gov. This morning, yes, your daughter, uh, who guessed it, <laughs> the whole word correctly first time. No, second time. She, oh, got second one, time. she got one row where she got no letters right, and then she got the second word absolutely correct first time. Astonishing. Absolutely I astonishing. Agree. I know, I know. After weeks and weeks of grumbling that she never could do it in less than five or six. Yeah. Well, if you haven't yet tried Wordle, I do recommend it. I haven't found anybody who hasn't enjoyed it yet. Yes. So nice no, it's, it's to have something un unifying us. Um, and so nice to have uh, one of these after a while. Good. And from one game to another game, or rather a manufacturer of games. You do like segues, don't you? I do like my segues, yes. <laughs> yes. 
better when you don't point them out and flag them, but certainly oh, I like my segways. But um, you're probably not aware of Activision. Are you aware of Activision? I have heard of it. It is a games company that produces computer games. It is a games company that produces computer games. It makes such computer games as Call of Duty and Candy Crush and World of Warcraft, probably mm. games that you don't actually play, but people do play them. Lots of people play them. Mm -hmm. So many people play them, in fact, that Microsoft had just bought Activision for $68.7 billion. Ooh. That's, That's over quite a 50 bit of money. million quid. It's quite yes. a lot of money. Um, and the day after they spent... I was say, no, no, 50 billion quid, not 50 million. 50 million yeah, billion. peanuts. No, no, yes, well, you said million, peanuts. I thought. I thought. Oh, no, no, billion. I meant billion. Um, we can always go back and edit it later. I'm sure you can yes. slice a B. Yeah, of course, of course. Uh, and the day after um, they, uh, they bought it for $68 billion, $20 billion was wiped off the value of Sony shares because of the fear that all the games that up till now have been on both Xbox and PlayStation uh, will be pulled from Sony PlayStation by Microsoft. Oh. Um, I mean, they haven't said they're going to do that, but there's obviously a real fear of it. Mm. Um, meanwhile, shares in the French games company Ubisoft, who make Assassin's Creed, again, probably a game you haven't played, uh, okay. are up 12%. Uh, on the speculation oh, that someone's going to make a bid for them and pay them vast amounts of money to acquire them. So it could mm. be that between them, Microsoft and Sony sort of snap up all the games companies and then they will inevitably make them for their own platform only, which means people who buy games will then have to buy both an Xbox and a PlayStation in order to play all the games that they were previously playing, which is exactly what Microsoft and, uh, and Sony want. Yes. No, I don't tend to play um, these games. I confess I prefer things like, like Wordle, but I am aware that the actual um, uh, turnover of uh, computer games in the world is actually much bigger than that of films. It is vast. Yes. It really Quite is. Absolutely vast. And, yes. and one assumes that predominantly male as well. I'm sure not entirely by any means, but presumably the big proportion must be male it's and relatively well, young. Certainly the action games tend to be played by mm. men, or should we call them boys? Um, but I think uh, games like Candy Crush have a more uh, female right. audience. Candy, Candy Crush. Okay, so I shan't even ask what it is. Okay. It's one of those match three games, of which there are a great many, and Candy Crush was the first one to capture people's imagination in a really big way. Okay, right. I shall go and play Loodle instead. You go and play Loodle instead, but please don't share any of your results here <laughs> okay. on Share Radio. <laughs> I shan't, I shan't. Okay, um, well, let's have another one and then we'll have a break. Okay, um, you, you're a film buff, of course. Ish, yes, yes. Um, what do you know about Anna de Armas? Uh, next to nothing, just an actress. Oh, she's an actress. Uh, and she sort of shot to fame in the Bond movie uh, No Time to Die. Hmm. Um, and she was also in Yesterday, the Richard Curtis film about the Beatles fan. Oh, yes. Or, or, she's the one, or she's the one who wasn't. She's the one who wasn't, because um, after she was in the film, quite a small part in the film, um, and there was a, a apparently a, a, in focus groups, they thought there was a conflict between Himesh Patel, the star of the film, um, and her because she was just too good. Yes. and too attractive, and and he, they thought that uh, she was distracting from his true love interest, which right. made him look a bit of a cad. 
So right. she was cut Ooh, from the film. That. Right. But but she still appears in the trailers for the film. Not not in a big way, but in yes. one of the big clips, she's there. Um, and there have been plenty of uh, fans of Anada Armas who have been renting yesterday. Yeah, up in Armas. Up in Armas, uh, they are. And they're now suing Universal Pictures for having Ooh. made them rent a film that doesn't claim, that doesn't contain the actress that they claims to contain. Well, given that trailers are actually usually made long before the films are finally edited, yes. there could be lots of scope for people suing people because bits in the trailers aren't in the films. Intriguing. Well, at the time, Amada Amas was a relatively unknown actress. Mm. I mean, Himish Patel was fairly unknown yes. before like, yeah. yesterday as well. Um, and so they didn't think it was a, a big deal if some mm. unknown actress mm. appeared, but clearly they now think it is. They well, perhaps I, should jo- perhaps and- I should join the... the um- uh, the suit, because I'm more of a fan of Yesterday than I have no time to die. Or perhaps they should re-edit Yesterday and put her deleted scenes back in, since she's now... Yes, uh, and uh, sell the film again, the so they'll sell pay the a second again. time. The special edition, yes. These businessmen have no real idea how they have no idea. They they? should be talking to us. (laughs) Well, let us take a brief break. We'll be back in a moment. Sharing ideas about money. This is Share Radio. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This is Simon Rose. I'm in conversation with Steve Clapham. He was talking about gadgets and gizmos. And I must look up, when we finish talking, how, what the word segue means. Because I realise, I don't know, seg- the segue you normally talk about, of course, are the, those scooters that you love so much. Well, not scooters. Yes. The thing. Yeah. It is spelled differently, of course. Yes, I, I, I realise. I yes. think. I'll have to work out how it is spelt later, but I'm just intrigued what a Segway actually is. Segs, I remember, it, those little metal things on your shoes that made nice noises. All the rough segs. boys at school had it. Segs, yes. I'm not aware of Segs. Oh, well, they don't know everything, but it's not very techy, I suppose. I'm trying to imagine the rough boys at your school tap dancing with these special metal uh, No, these were, these were heels. They just, you could, no, it, it just meant if, you know, you could get out of their way. You could hear them clicking down the corridor. Okay. Right, now I'm completely unaware of that, but, um, mm. but never mind. So okay, we were so talking what about yesterday, the uh, film in which the Beatles... Oh, here comes another segue, yeah. yes. And another yes. segue. <laughs> um, Julian Lennon, son mm. of John Lennon, mm-hmm. um, uh, for whom Hey Jude was written when his uh, parents were divorcing. Paul McCartney was on his way to see him and wrote Hey Jude to try and console him. Even he though his name is Julian. 
Hey Julian he, wouldn't scam, I suppose. Hey Julian wouldn't scam, no. Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe Jude was a kind of nickname. Maybe he wanted to protect his identity, but it's lonely right. now, okay. haven't we? Everyone <laughs> yes. knows. Yes. He's auctioning some handwritten notes for Hey Jude that Paul McCartney hmm. wrote during a uh, uh, a session. Um, with the bidding starting at $30,000, which is a little confusing because in 2020, the same handwritten notes sold for $910,000. So how is it that Julian Lennon is auctioning them again? And the answer is he's auctioning them as an NFT, a non-fungible token. He is also auctioning Beatles guitars and clothing as NFTs. So you can buy... Uh, you know, George Harrison's scarf without ever actually owning George Harrison's scarf. But you aren't really, are you? No, you aren't. You are buying the digital rights to it. Is it... Is it I'm trying to think of an <laughs> analogy for this because I still can't get my head right. Is it akin to buying a print? A limited no. print? No, it's something. not. It is akin to buying a piece of paper with Shakespeare's signature on it. That isn't Shakespeare's signature? Um, that isn't Shakespeare's signature, yes. Yeah, it's that's cleared it up. That's cleared it up. Thank thought, you very that. much. Yes. No, it is a South Sea bubble, is what it is. It right. is, uh, it is, uh, uh, everyone's jumping on it, trying to sell NFTs, and people are trying to buy them in the hope they're going to be worth a fortune. Some people will make a vast amount of money out of it. An awful lot of people will find their money evaporates. Hmm. Well, the so, people who make the money are usually the first people to be selling something. Yes, it's exactly. the people afterwards who realise they can't find anybody else foolish enough to buy them. Exactly. That's a problem. Um, well, let's have another one of these then. Some months ago, we talked mm. about an app called Wombo. In fact, we could probably have a little um, app of the... Uh, app of the oh, hang on a second. Then. We got uh, yeah, we absolutely. Absolutely. A dreadful thing to admit, but I can't remember Wombo. Wombo was the one where you give it a photograph and it makes the photograph sing and dance. Right, It was okay. absolutely splendid. Okay, I remember my heritage doing one of those. Um, wouldn't want sing and dance. Uh, no, 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 my heritage would, would um, make things <laughs> move around. Well, why not? Hang on, I remember now, but we're not talking about months ago. We're talking about years ago, aren't we? But Wombo, we covered it in show 350, no, 312, uh, back last March. So less than a year ago. Quite a long time ago. Okay, right. Anyway, the clever folk behind Wombo have now come up with Wombo Dream, which is another free app, which creates artworks. You Hmm. give it uh, a, a word or two words or three words. And then you choose a style, which can be fantasy or steampunk or Dali or whatever. Yes. And you say, make me an artwork. And it builds an artwork based on those words. And it is fantastic. Oh. It produces glorious results. Not well, all the time, but much of the time. Oh, well, that's quite good. Absolutely. Wombo Dream. It's a free app. Um, do download it and and give it a, a whirl because it is absolutely beautiful. Some of the things it makes are I will. fabulous. So what do you do? You put in some words, yes, and then so just express like, the style. I tried with uh, just cafe, and right. it came up. So what it does is it, it sources um, imagery from 
presumably from Google Images. Yes, yes. Um, but then it mixes them together and applies different styles to it, and in a remarkably sensitive and artistic way. Hmm. It's a difficult thing to show on the radio, and well, an even I, hard I, thing to describe on the radio. I realise. Well, I will give it a go, and let you know next week how I get on. Yes, you do that. Let everyone know. So, I mean, to be honest, this week, all the things that are really interesting are absolutely free, which is splendid. So I'm going to be playing <laughs> lewd games and turning yes. words into, into pictures. Apart <laughs> from um, Julian Lennon's uh, offerings, which are oh, well, that's true. free. Far yeah. from free, yes. But best to be free. avoided, I think. And okay. here's another one that is, that is far from free. This is our crowdfunding time of the week. So you're going to have another one? Yes. Okay, here we go. And we're off to Indiegogo. Now, crowdfunding, it's a, it's a very hit-and-miss thing, these platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have been disappointed a few times recently when things that I have um, subscribed to that have been correctly funded and then been pulled at the last minute because mm. uh, manufacturing issues or they ran out of money or whatever, and then you don't get your money back, of course, when that happens. Ouch, yes. Ouch, yeah. indeed. Um, and uh, this is a, a, a curious one. So from now on, I'm going to be looking more at the curious, bizarre, wacky crowdfunding rather than mm. the things you might actually want, because if you do actually want them, you might never get them. Okay, sense. okay. But I mean, okay. yes, don't don't leave out some really exciting ones. It'd be nice for I'm people to think, oh, I first heard about that on. Exactly. So, okay. pot plants. You have pot plants, don't you? you have plants I do. Pots. Yes. yes. How do you know when they're happy? Um, I exactly. don't know when they're happy. You don't know when they're happy. Well, until now. Thanks to <laughs> Ivy, a smart planter with endless fun. To give it its full title. <laughs> It is a smart planter with Epsom Sun. So it's a little plant pot, very small plant pot, that has 70 animated faces on it uh, that, first of all, show if the plant needs watering or if it needs more light. Mm -hmm. It also smiles when its leaves are fondled. Is there evidence Um, that plants like having their leaves fondled? None whatsoever. Okay, right. (laughs) Okay. Um, and uh, and if you leave it alone for a long time, it snores or whistles at you, so that you know. This is like a plant, plant. Tamagotchi, isn't it? It absolutely like that. Uh, you can even link it to Alexa or Google Home or Apple HomeKit, so that when you touch the leaves, it turns the lights on. Though how you can find the plant in the dark, of course, is another matter. But yes, okay. That's true. Unless you had a Venus flytrap and you fed it exclusively <laughs> on uh, glowworms. Two yes, I wouldn't really want to put my fingers around feeling for a Venus flytrap to turn the lights on for obvious reasons. Well, the thing about Venus flytraps, they don't snap shut like they do in the in the movies. Oh, they close very very slowly. Well, they're plants. Oh, very disappointing. They're not animals with jaws. They're not piranha plants. They're just plants. I always wanted one when I was a child. I'm glad I didn't get one now. (laughs) Fifty nine (laughs) quid on uh, on Indiegogo. Who knows? It may well make it out into the real world. It may not. But people seem to be um, uh, into the idea and they're pledging their money for it, so maybe it will. All right. Okay. On now. On now, too. People with older phones tend to be older people with older phones who, Mm. unlike us, aren't caught up in the rat race of constantly upgrading. Well, me constantly upgrading and you constantly (laughs) buying my old car. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. I'm always way behind you. Yeah. Uh, Vodafone have announced that they are phasing out the 3G signal at the end of Ooh. next year, um, which has caused a huge fuss. So it is surprisingly caused a huge fuss because um, 
some months ago, British Telecom also announced that they were phasing phasing out 3G signal, but mm. no one seemed to notice that. And BT, of course, own EE, which is the uh, other yes. the other very big uh, phone networks. Whereas, whereas in America, of course, they've been having trouble with 5G and you're not allowed to use phones within two miles of airports and weird things like this. Because yes. they're terrified. They're, I think over here, that's not a problem, is it? They're not using the same frequencies as, as airplanes because they're worried that using a 5G phone in the States will cause a, a plane to go they're wrong. worried about all kinds of things in the states well, that's true, yeah, that's that's true. Just, that's i suppose they don't all go around with tin tin foil helmets i think most of them do actually yeah, yeah. um so it means that people the old people have got you know old flip phones or whatever mm, yeah yeah which were brand new and shiny and ultra fast on 3g will suddenly stop working which is a great chat. I mean, good news for the phone manufacturers, bad news for um, elderly phone owners. Well, not even elderly. People who just, you know, got their phone, don't want a smartphone and were quite happy with what it did. Yes. Well, that seems extremely disappointing. It is. Um, however, they won't be able to ring up and complain, will they? Exactly. <laughs> that'll, that'll teach them. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay, we time for one more very, very quick. If you've got one, if not, I will just say a bye. Uh, yes, yes. Let's go on to um, a thermoelectric device that wraps around hot pipes and generates electricity. Because, of course, otherwise all the, electric, all the heat from hot pipes is, is wasted. This is from Penn State University with the National Renewable Energy Laboratory. Mm-hmm. And uh, it uses a thermocouple um, um, around an array of 72 thermocouples around this pipe. Apparently, if you strap it onto a hot gas flue, uh, the three-inch version can generate 56 watts, which oh. is quite impressive, isn't it? Yes, just four watts short of a light bulb. Except, of course, most light bulbs use less now. Exactly. Most yes. light bulbs use less now, yes. Well, that's very so I think impressive. That's very, very interesting. So all of that wasted heat could be wasted. It could be heating, generating um, electricity for your home. How splendid. Right. Yes. Well, thank you very much indeed. Um, that's it, though, for this week's Gadget and Gizmos. Um, I'm not going to see you next week, so there will be another Gadget Mills with Steve Kaplan. Bye for now. Is it a gadget? Is it a gizmo? No, it's gadgets and gizmos with Steve Kaplan and Simon Rose.